you're listening to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and I'm so glad you showed up for our relationship chat today, as well as for you and your people. We're all about living intentionally here so you can experience joy and balance in your relationships once again or for the very first time. Be sure you hang with us on our social media platforms. And if you like research like I do, make sure you check out our website at enneagramandmarriage.com for our weekly newsletter, freebies, and so much more, as well as at Instagram and Facebook. We have so many goodies to share with you. Let's dive right in together. I'm so glad you could join us for this extra special episode with Jen Johnson, E&M certified coach and health coach to talk about today's awesome topic of health across the instincts. I know so many of you have heard our other episodes where we went type by type or through the triads to talk about how you can stay as healthy and balanced as possible. But as you might know, here at Enneagram and Marriage, we love to look at instincts so hugely because we truly believe that so much of our humanity is driven by the social, the sexual, and today most especially a little bit more about that self-preserving instinct. Now, if you're a deep diver or you listen to our extra pods, which we put out on Wednesdays on Apple, you're also going to hear more about the Russ Hudson deeper dives into all these, uh, the sexual, the social, and the self-pres groupings where we have even more groupings within those. But for today's practical purposes, we want to keep you at the level of practical growth. And we know some of you are like, I am here for hacks. I do not know or need to know all about the deepest, deepest dives in every possible crevice. However, if you do, you'll hear us talk about our collective, these extra pods, and you can also check that out there. But for today, I'm very thankful that if you crossed over in your Enneagram Marriage Planner, or if you're just listening on the pod, you know that we sometimes do a transition episode in between. And last week we, uh, you know, covered more about sex, but now this week we started with a conversation about parenting and now we're really hopefully letting you settle into this next rhythm of taking a good look again as the school year begins or wherever you're listening, just that you would look intentionally with us at your health and why a marriage podcast on health we talk about within the episode, but you know, briefly it's because honestly, when we don't feel good, we're not as happy with our spouses. And so we want you to feel good. We don't want any body shaming. The Barbie movie recently came out. They did a pretty good job with that. I wish they would have done a bit more for like my son who I was like, yeah, you don't want to see that probably Jack. Like there's not much for you there as a young guy who's really sweet, really kind and, uh, you know, needs to know how to treat a woman, but doesn't need to be shamed. Um, but for so many women, the movie was so powerful and beautiful to say, ah, like, doesn't matter what size you are. And yet we also have to take in the very real uh, issues, which I deal with every day vicariously through Wes and also with my own clients to an extent. And that is that there's lots of people who have heart attacks and strokes and, and actually need to look at all of us actually need to look at our health as well. So we don't want to overdo self-pres. And in my conversation with Jen, she has a great balance for you. And actually, even though she's a coach and we advocate for you to do coaching or a collective, I just want you to know, like, bring your notebook to this episode. It is a bit of a deep dive in the way that you might get a great 
tip today from Jen that really just gets you sailing on your journey toward health because she gives away a lot of it just off the cuff here today with us, which is so generous. And I'm so grateful to Jen. Some of you know she's also my executive assistant here at EM and inside the collective with me. So I'm grateful for her in this conversation together. But let's talk with Jen now so you can get those tips and hopefully get yourself into a better balanced state with just bringing some life-giving love into your family and also uh, bringing that to you too. So, okay, let's talk to Jen. Jen, thank you so much for coming on the e pod. Oh, I love to be back. Thanks, Krista, for having me back. Oh, we're so excited to jump into this whole new month's theme with you, health and fitness. We have so many topics we're covering, but this is our big health and fitness episode. Jen, tell us about yourself. Anything a lot of our listeners know you, but for those who might not know you yet. Yeah, of course. So I've been on the pod a few times. So you might have heard this story of my husband and I, Rob, we are a one three pairing. I'm a self preserving one. He is a social three. Um, We came on and we talked a little bit about our adventures. I think it was last year we did that. I've also been on the pod in the deep dives to talking about each type, which was awesome. And so I am Krista's executive assistant, as well as a coach on her team. So I get the awesome privilege of being able to help people work through their marriages using the Enneagram as well as individuals, which is super fun. Um, I'm also a health coach. So on the side, I do health coaching to help people to just lead healthier, happier lives and whatever that means to them. So I try to really tailor it to whatever they need in their personal lives. And I also incorporate the Enneagram a lot into that because I think it's super helpful for people. So other than that, I live in New Bern, North Carolina, and I have three kids who are home for the summer. So hopefully you won't hear them too much in the background. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And we know everyone's right now going back to school. Summer are still a couple weeks ahead. And we were just talking before we got on how ready we are for these fall rhythms, huh? Oh my gosh, the fall rhythms and routines that's screaming to me as a one. I cannot wait to get back into those and just a little bit more peace. I don't know about anyone else, but the chaos of having kids home without a routine can definitely become a little wearing by, you know, month two and a half at this point for us. Hundred percent. And we have that a little bit in the way of our rhythms are off because it's summer. So we feel yeah. you. We're so ready for the girls to go back to SCF for their college. And Hannah's actually headed off to USF for college. And um, even though she'll be commuting and Jack is excited for all of his classes to start his soccer and his theater. So I'm right there with you. I think everyone listening who has kids is in some capacity yeah. if they're listening at this time of year. Um, tell us a little bit about leading in with that um yourself prez so that listeners who don't know what that means might really understand why you're extra happy about this yeah for sure i know that's so true it's coming out strong so there's three dominant instincts as many people know um the self-preservation the sexual or the one-to-one and the social so me being self-preserving dominant i would say i'm very concerned about my body and my health and my well-being taking care of my body first in terms of body work nutrition fitness all of that but also having time for my myself, um, just time to do whatever it is I need to do to refuel. 
Um, I've been teaching my clients a, a concept that I call deposits and withdrawals. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, the majority of Americans are living in a very withdrawn state. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, I'm kind of talking about the nervous system and the vagus nerve and how we're constantly being flooded with a lot of stress and it's taking a toll on our systems. And we're withdrawing from a bank account that is really depleted, if not empty. And so we're kind of overdrafting. And so what I've been thinking about a lot lately is how do we put deposits in, not just at the end of the day or on the weekends, but throughout the day. And so for my self-preserving, I need to constantly be putting in deposits because I feel like I might need a little more just for myself. And with having, you know, clients and kids at home, I'm not getting as much alone time as I used to. So getting the kids back in school and those rhythms and routines really helps those mm. self-preserving types. Mm, yeah. Just you saying that is encouraging because I think that as parents, we feel a lot of guilt when mm, we yeah. are taking time for ourselves. And so it's just such a good reminder to say, don't feel bad. You are going to be such a better parent for having done this. And also what's ahead today for Jen to share. And then also you guys can hear how fluid Jen is with her Enneagram conversation and also fluent. And so make sure you check out the membership because Jen's in it with me and you get uh, her and I as your coaches there where we're helping you along if you need extra care, extra reminders, extra encouragement. Some of you are just like, I'm good listening. Some of you are like, I need to talk to you people. And so, yeah. right, Jen, we have so much fun in the collective. Well, the collective is such a good opportunity because it's, you know, some people don't want to jump into one-on-one -on -one coaching, or maybe they don't have the resources to be able to do that. And that's totally fine. But our collective is such a nice group that it's, it's a wonderful place that people can get group coaching and get a lot of feedback on maybe what's, their struggles are, what they need some help on, or even just what other people are going through and being yeah. able to share and to understand on top of all the Enneagram learning. So that's one thing that I love the collective for is it kind of really helps to refuel and remind me of certain areas that we're working on constantly. Mm -hmm. And it's good to be able to have that refresher. And then also the people in there to be able to, for them to bring their coaching questions and for us to be able to learn from them. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the best things about being a coach is to be able to just literally learn from our clients, you know, mm -hmm. to be prepared in that way. And so the collective mm -hmm. really helps with that. Mm -hmm. And the extra podcasts mm -hmm. are awesome. So oh. that's something where I get some extra learning. I was listening to the one on the self-preserving instinct that you just did yeah. for the collective membership. And that was perfect too, because I'm like, I need these reminders yeah. on how to take care of myself at this time where I'm not having a lot of time to take care of myself. So <laughs> that was good. That extra, extra bonus session for me. <laughs> yes. And that's so cool that you reminded everybody like, cause there can be this mystical sense of like, what do you guys even mean when you say the collective? And so we're saying we already give to you on podcasts and emails, but it's just a moment every a uh, couple times a year, we say, this is a time if you want to actually get some one-to-one -one coaching with us in the moment. Um, other people can do the same thing, of course, because it's a group, but it's nice to be able to get that personal touch to say, here's what I'm going through. And I love how you just said, Jen, it really helps for you to even see what's inside of each type a bit more when they show us, here's what's really going on for me as an eight or a two. Mm -hmm. um, but then of course they're encouraged by you too. So I love that you're in there with us.
Yeah, it's it's a really nice place to be. And I love too that you're so generous that people can just try it out for like a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no huge long-term commitment. So people could just check it out and see how it goes. And we have our monthly trainings, which are great too, for people to be able to bring their questions about themselves or their spouses. And it's great too, because you bring a question. I mean, I know I've brought questions about type threes. And when a type three can give me feedback on that, that's just priceless. <laughs> To be able to have that feedback. It's so awesome. I love that. Oh, I love that. And yeah, so we have people of every type and just come on in if you want to try it out. Like Jen said, we give you free deep dives, which is our PDF that is literally the same price as the first month of the collective. And also before we end on that and head back to health and fitness, I want to say when we did our survey, people said, I want group coaching, which is what we're saying we do every month. Then you get these weekly podcasts. But people also said, I really want exclusive PDFs. And you know, I was happy when they said that, right, Jen? Yes. You're like all the research. I love it. And I'm like, oh gosh, no, I'm just kidding. I want it to Yeah, it's my thing. Yeah, it's so good because some people can consume it on their own time and have those resources in their back pocket whenever they need them. Yes. And we have so many that we can drip out to you because what we've learned over the past year of doing the membership is when we give all the library at once, sometimes people get overwhelmed. So if you're wondering, do we have resources? Yes, we have so many for you. So check that out. But let's talk a little bit more about uh, you, Jen, and then leading into health and fitness. Let me ask you, what's one of the reasons you feel like over the years, you shared some of this already, but anything else for why you feel like, gosh, this has just really been important to me over my life to take care of myself and to remind my clients to do that, even though it's marriage work we're doing. Yeah. So I think the interesting thing that not a lot of people know is I did not begin on a health and fitness journey as a child whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I was um, definitely not paying attention to my fitness journey at all. I was overweight. I was not at all interested in health and fitness. So one of the interesting things that I don't think a lot of people know is that I was not on a health and fitness journey as a child whatsoever. I was very seven-like. In fact, I mistyped myself as a seven for many years. Um, I think I was very gluttonous um, and I really enjoyed just relaxing, being lazy, eating um, probably junk food way too much. And it wasn't until my college years that I kind of started to realize, wow, I needed to make a change just to feel better, to have more energy. And I began just starting to learn about it, you know, just, okay, a little bit of running, a little bit of maybe learning about the gym and just very, very slow steps, um, which is why I think it's useful now as a, as a health coach, because I can bring those slow steps into mm. the process that anyone takes is, okay, I know it's not going to happen overnight. I was overweight and I wasn't making healthy choices. I didn't have a lot of the knowledge. I didn't grow up um, with parents who were able to teach me to drink water or eat the right vegetables or any of that. Um, and so I kind of just started teaching myself that in my twenties. And I swung a little bit too far in the opposite direction of probably orthorexia of just being uh, orthorexia is being like obsessed with healthy foods and over-exercising and under-eating and all of that. And that didn't serve me well either because I was getting burnt out. Um, so it was really when I began to try to get pregnant that I was like, okay, I need to find the balance in the middle, in the middle Mm -hmm. ground. And that was what really taught me about, you know, feeling my body the proper way and exercising for just overall health rather than burning calories or losing weight, but just to feel good in my body. So that was probably a big shift for me. Um, I was much more social. I was probably social dominant in my instinct in my college years until um, I had twins. And I think it was like the moment that Beatrice Chestnut talks about with the flip, the switch flipping, and I became self-preserving. 
And I was like, okay, I have to protect my newborn preemies and I need to just, you know, I need to protect. And so I became very self-preserving and I knew that I had to take care of my body first to Mm -hmm. be able to take care of them. And so that was when I think it really hit home to me, the balance. And -hmm. that's something that I think I just try to focus on every day is the balance of health and fitness, Mm -hmm. making good choices, but not swinging too far in the extreme. Yes. And that is such a gift to so many listeners who are in those stages of haven't had kids yet or are having young kids and may have fluctuated too. And you're saying, A, you have hope for going nice and slow to do this and also getting in touch with your body and your body work will help your body to truly be healthier. And we know from you, like you said, inside the collective, we did a podcast on this last week, but tell everybody why the self-pres is in your view important for marriage too, because we're hearing you say, gosh, it was for survival for me and my twins, which amazing that you have twins, like credits to you. Um, But tell us why it's important for marriage too. Well, I think one of the components that's really hard in marriage is just remembering to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And that happens, you know, when you get married, but that also happens when you become a parent is taking care of yourself. And I know there were some early years where I was just pouring from an empty cup, trying Mm -hmm. to pour from an empty cup and it wasn't working. And so I had little to give to my husband. I had little to give to our marriage and then to the kids. And it was a process of learning that I had to fill my own cup first in order to be able to pour out to all of them. Mm. And especially because for me as a self-preserving type, it flows very seamlessly into my second dominant instinct, which is the sexual one-to-one. So Mm. I feel like I do have something to give. And then once I'm able to do that, I can smoothly sometimes go into my social (laughs) instinct, which is my repress personally is a little bit harder for me. But then I know that I have, if I have anything left, I can give out socially, which is helpful for me to know when I jumped and I spent so many years in social that I did not think about taking care of myself or my one-to-one relationships. And that to me was really hard in those years because there was such an imbalance. And one thing I love um, about your Enneagram Glow Relationship Planner is that you talk about planning according to the instincts. Mm -hmm. And my husband and I have used that so much. I Mm -hmm. mean, even if sometimes we write in the planner and do the planner and we're really good about it. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes we just talk about it. But Mm -hmm. we have a different approach is planning our weeks according to the instincts because yeah. For me, I'm self-preserving dominant. I want to spend a lot of time there. My husband's social and he wants (laughs) to spend a lot of time there and he's self-preserving the best. So I try to bring in a little bit of that for him and make sure he's incorporating it and modeling it. And on the flip side, he is modeling and trying to bring in a more social for me who can sometimes completely ignore that realm. So the instincts are hugely important in marriage. And I think we can help our partners to just be more balanced in general and then not forget about the sexual or one-to-one because we need to spend that time with our partners. Yes. Oh my gosh. You said that so well. And I think everyone is thinking in their minds, how can I tweak now? And of course we love for you to get the planner, but either way, Jen's saying like, it's a real practice, like really truly taking the system and saying like, when I refresh, when I put on that oxygen mask, when I, uh, I like the water analogy even better. And one of our podcast guests coming up, she's like, no more oxygen mask analogies. And I get it. So I love the water one though, because it's truly like empty drop. Like, I think that it's like, if you don't have anything to give, you won't be good for your husband. And you won't be good for your kids. Um, and you're still lovable. You're still worthy. It's just a practical fact, right? 
Yeah, it so is. And it's so true. And I know that with the kids being home right now, I have to remind myself that throughout the day is it's kind of building up inside me. And I'll be like, okay, I just need to go have 30 minutes to read on my own, or I need to go have 10 minutes to go in the pool by myself before you all come in and attack me, you know, and have that extra space. And it's okay. And I, I have a lot less guilt I had than I had when they were younger, mm-hmm. because I realized it is so important to have that self-preserving instinct up Yay. front. Oh gosh. And you're modeling it for them. And you brought up the very critical piece for marriage, which is that when we're dealing with couples and even ourselves in marriage, we all have that blind spot. At least one of those instincts is blind for us. And so you guys are really saying, okay, we have the opposite blind spot. Um, so it actually helps us to be with a spouse who can remind us because we all know we're healthiest when we espouse all three of those instincts. Like you said, uh, you were alluding to, you know, it's not good for you to just ditch the family all day. You wouldn't even do that anyway, but you know, that's not you at your best and Rob makes you better and you make him better. And that's what you guys out there do when you lean into your spouse's instinct. Um, so that's a cool way that you're saying, uh, fitness has come into your, your marriage as well. Cause you've had energy for Rob. Yes. And I think that's very useful to, to, to think about with the health and fitness component is having energy for mm-hmm. our families and for our spouses, our children, yeah. and even our careers. And I think that's one thing that it sounds so counterproductive that if we exercise, we're going to have more energy, but it is true. Yeah. And once we build that momentum, mm-hmm. I think that's really just a useful habit to get into is the routine of it. And I know some people might cringe when I said the routine of it, but mm-hmm. it truly is. If you get into a routine of fitness, it will start to build up that energy. And you do start to feel better. And hopefully that leads to better food choices, which also help you feel better. So you can bring more energy into your family. Oh, I love that. That's what is key. And that's what I think most marriage programs miss. And it's by no fault of their own because their focus is on the sexual instinct. They're like, we're going to just do one-to-one care in this book or this program. But I think we've both come to learn and probably lots of our listeners with us that if we're not doing that component, we miss a whole lot of the chances for the good one-to-one. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's it's just really true too. what a lot of couples say to me, if they're stuck in the sexual or the social instinct and they're not taking care of themselves, they have less of a desire sometimes mm-hmm. to even be with their spouses, whether that's yeah. through intimacy or just hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's, it's an important component to remember that you're going to feel that. Yeah. And it's a walk of faith because I know that self-pres is my husband's last also. And every time I say like, let's have a fitness date or let's even have the one-to-one date other than the sexual activity. Um, he's always like blind spotted, like, why would we do that? And then during the times he's like, thank you for getting me working out or on this date night. And I'm like, okay, yes, this is the humanizing parts. You don't have to just be a social perfection Superman. You get mm-hmm. to live and relax. But I agree with you. We wouldn't want to be in that gluttony state all the time. Um, and I think that um, I've come to meet people in that seven space who are either there, like I never work out or um, who are overly working out, as you mentioned earlier. So we're all looking for that balance. Tell us a little bit about um, as far as your whole health and fitness program and what you do to help people with their instincts. And I know we're just getting a taste of it here because we want to help people to get to know you better too. And they can absolutely get you as their health coach if they want um, or marriage coach. But tell us a little bit about those instincts in terms of um, maybe we can go through all three of them and give some tips for fitness. Would that be okay? Yeah, that sounds great. So I think it's really useful to bring the Enneagram into health coaching. And then on top of that, the instincts, just because we can figure out how people want to, you know, go about their fitness journey and their health. And so one thing that I found with self-preserving types and me included is that 
it's going to really come down to their Enneagram type as well, whether they're a body type or not. Because for me, it, it does look like having my own time sometimes to do my body work in addition to maybe some social times. But it's mm-hmm. I like personally to do my body work on my own a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be able to kind of have that quiet internal space, whether mm-hmm. it's listen to a podcast because I like to learn while I do it or listen to music, it's a very quiet internal space. And also searching myself for what body work feels right for me at that time, whether it's at the time of the month or at the time of the day um, to figure out what feels good, because I like to do higher intensity in the morning, but in the afternoon, I'm much more, I'm like, let's do yoga or swimming or something a lot less. And so I think the self-preserving instinct is really good at looking inside and seeing what it is that their body wants and needs at that moment. Mm -hmm. And then leaning into that. And maybe it's doing it on their own. completely because they want to have that extra alone time, or maybe it's stretching and doing a more social approach to it, Mm. depending where they need to find that balance. So I think that's Mm. useful for self-preserving types. The sexual or one-to-one type seems to really benefit from coaching. Um, I have a lot of coaching clients who are sexual. So for the sexual or one-to-one types, it's really useful. They're great at coaching. They're great at coaching clients because they really want accountability and support. And they want someone in their corner, basically fighting for them, cheering them on, maybe giving them tips and suggestions, or maybe just guiding them. And it it is a very bio-individual approach when it comes to health coaching of like what that person needs and how. And so programs look so different for all of my clients. Um, Sometimes they want to track their macros and they want to break down and they want support there. Sometimes they just want um, to verbally process and come to their own solution of maybe they need to do a little bit more movement. And then I check in on their movement. How did you, how'd you do hitting your step goal today? Or, you know, did you get to the gym? Those sort of things are very helpful. Um, They also really benefit from like a workout buddy or a workout partner, someone who's saying, Hey, I'm going to meet you at the gym at four o'clock and be there. And then if they don't show up, then that person's going to say, well, what happened? You know? So if you are sexual dominant, get yourself either a coach or just ask a friend. Um, I have in the past before, when I struggled in my teenage years to go to the gym, I would ask a friend, Hey, can Mm. we meet at the gym? Can I have someone to work out with? Because also Mm. it's great to have someone sometimes to talk with and, you know, or to do suggestions or whatever it is that is going to be helpful. And then the social types really love like group fitness, um, group classes. And that has been a stretch for me um, just to be more in my social. That's one of my social things is I do a group fitness class in the morning. And the group has been super supportive just in terms of offering not only the support for me as a, you know, moving forward, but to get me to do harder things, to challenge me. And so social types can really sometimes like that push and challenge of a group. Um, And also the accountability of like, hey, we're on our Facebook group and you didn't show up to class today. What happened? Or where were you? Or, you know, you missed a great workout. Yeah. Like I told them I'm traveling next week. So they know when I'm not here for like 10 days, where is Jen? Like, they know I'm traveling and they're probably, my instructor's actually going to text me some workouts I can do while I'm away. But that support has been helpful. And even though I'm not socially dominant, it's been great for me to balance my instincts. That's one of my social times during the day. Mm -hmm. Um, And I get my self-preserving workout in later in the day. I usually do the yoga or swimming on my own, but that's my social, one of my social times. So I think it's useful to lean into and say, okay, do what, does my instinct need attention during my health and fitness time? Or do I need to balance by giving another instinct some attention? 
So I try to do a little bit of both. Gold. Oh, that's so juicy. Everybody's like, oh, I thought if I was, you know, some of you are like, no, I knew this. But like many of you are probably like, oh, it's so nice to hear that like self-press instinct doesn't have to just work out that one way. And that we're all better when we know what we need generally in our favorite instinct. But also you're giving us these little tips to have health in our marriages, in our lives across the board so that we have some, I hear you saying, I challenge myself too. I do my work too. And that's something that we love on this platform is to be like, we're here as people too. We're all real people doing our work. There's going to be rhythms and ebb and flows. And I think you're probably, your clients probably love that knowing you're a real person too, out there doing the work with them. Yeah. And that it's true because I think one thing is very useful when you have a coach is to be able, the coach to understand where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. And so to say, I've experienced this, or there was a time in my life where this was really challenging, or I still struggle with this. Or I said to a client this morning, I said, I'm, I'm going to tell you this, but I'm going to be the first to admit, I am so hypocritical when I say this because I don't do this, but for them, it was something that they needed to do for me. It wasn't as yeah, it wasn't my work to be done, yeah. but I think it's very yeah. useful because these are things that we're all working through and challenging ourselves on and having that support is really, really useful. Yeah. Yeah. Vulnerability and the support yes. to knowing that your coach has a sense of like, this is real. We're all in it and we'll figure this out together. Especially if you're that one-to-one instinct, don't mm-hmm. be afraid to lean in to help support friends, coaches, um, Jen, because I love that you're inviting people to the why of this, that you're going to be so much more energized, even though it feels like you're taking away from your life, from your marriage. We're both testimonies of that. We're both testimonies of overworking out that you don't want to do that. Um, And I think that some of our listeners are like us. They fluctuated times in their life where they're like, I didn't work out or I did too much. And I hope that you're all coming into the state of grace. And that's a word you haven't used, but that I hear throughout what you're saying. Is that big for you as a type one to also bring in grace for your clients and just for all of us? Yes. No, grace is actually was my word last year. I did like a word of the year and that was my word was grace because for me, it was learning rest. learning to like slow down as a one. I mean, it's just go, go, go all the time. And it wasn't even the exercise so much as just the doing all the things all the time and trying to get through the to-do list so I could rest. But the to-do list as a one is never done. And so that was hard for me. It was like, okay, rest and grace. And that was also the concept of bringing in the deposits throughout the day and not just at the end of the day. But Mm -hmm. I do know one thing with the grace I've leaned into is like doing cycle syncing and learning certain times of the month. I don't want to do hard exercise and that's okay. That's what my body's telling me. And I need to lean into rest or just lower intensity. And that has been super helpful too, to teach a lot of my clients is just follow along with the rhythms of your body and then your body's a lot happier Mm. and it goes along with what you want it to do and loses those extra pounds because it's happier. Yeah. That's such a good reminder because some of us like to burn out and not naming any names, Krista, but like, you know, it's like, I I remember working out last week and I was like, but I'm not tired yet. And I was like, but you did too much. Like you're good. This is the perfect stopping point. And just having a coach remind you even here right now with us, we're all in that space, but having that little inner voice that can turn to grace of you don't have to burn yourself out. You are allowed to be imperfectly perfect just as you are. It's about energy. It's about inner beauty. And yes, we love aesthetic 
aesthetics, but we much, much, much more care about what's on the inside, I think, in marriage. And I only say aesthetics because I know people do rate, uh, they want to find a spouse that they're attracted to and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think that when we as a culture get too much into health and fitness as an aesthetic, we miss out on what we're saying today, which is Jen saying, this is about providing energy for you and your family and natural pheromones and all the good healthy hormones, right? Yeah. And it's a lot about hormone balance too, especially with women is balancing the hormones and seeing how you feel. Because I think that is the true testament because there have been times where in in my life where I was under eating and over exercising and I might've looked great, but I didn't feel great. And I was lacking the energy and I I had the brain fog and I wasn't sleeping well and all the things because my hormones weren't balanced. And I may be actually heavier now But I have the energy and I have the clarity because I'm fueling my body properly. Now, granted, I don't always get it right, but I do know that I feel a lot better. So that's, I think, what is hugely important with coaching in general is just like, how do you feel? And let's measure it by how you feel, not maybe, you know, the weight, the number on the scale. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How wonderful for your daughters and all the daughters and sons. Cause I know my son can get very picky about things too. And I want all kids in next gen to not worry about numbers and scales and just to really, um, be energized. We don't even have a scale in our house and everyone in our family is extremely fit. I'm saying myself last of all, but like extremely fit because they're all like five and six days a week workout people. And we just like, I'm sorry, we all have different body types. Like mm-hmm. nobody needs to be weighing themselves. And I think that sometimes people do, and you know, cause you're a coach, you have goals and things, but mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up because it's not about the scale. It's about what's going on in the body. Yeah. And it completely is. And I will say that one of the hugest components that I try to work in with my clients is weightlifting and how sometimes mm-hmm. the scale actually ends up going up as we build yes. up. And the clothes are looser and that's great. And we look better and we're leaner and that's fantastic. But if you just look at the scale, you're like, why am I this mat- couple pounds heavier? And I've been working out so hard. And in reality, it's yeah. because you've got muscle, which is the organ for longevity. And that's our oh. goal is like, we just want to build muscle. And I love encouraging that in women because there's oh, so yes. many that's been so focused on cardio and not weightlifting that it's just, yes. for me, it was a big mind Oh, I love hearing that couple years. And so if I can teach other women that that's at the end of the day, I'm just happy. Like if they can just do a little bit more weightlifting and a little less cardio and a lot more protein, I say a lot there because yes. that's the other huge component is the protein factor. And, you know, I don't even care about your carbs, but just eat more protein and then it won't matter about your carbs. And it's so much, so much an easier approach than, oh, than what we've been dealt with in the dieting years. Yes, it's so much like your last year's word, grace. And that's what everybody is taking. I think from today is we're not worried about size. We're not worried about shape. We're worried about you, hopefully having the healthiest relationships possible as you get healthy. You matter too. Jen, if they want to work with you, tell them best ways to find you for health coaching. This has been so helpful. I can just hear how encouraging you are as a coach. Of course. Yeah. So I have a website. It's Jen Johnson health coaching. And you can also just email me at Jen Johnson Health Coaching. It's Jen with two N's. And I'd be happy to give you any feedback or just answer any questions you have just to begin your health journey. Um, And yeah, it's one of my favorite things to do. I also love incorporating the Enneagram. So that is fantastic too. I know that's been really helpful from a body center's approach to be able to help people with their movement, but also help others in the 
um, head types and the heart types to be able to get them moving, because I think that can sometimes be a struggle and just to bring it all together in a healthy, graceful way, Mm. I think is hopefully my goal. And yeah. Yes, you do a great job of that. And I know they're going to love that. So in the show notes for you guys, make sure you check Jen out. Thank you for also being part of the collective Jen and sharing about that guys. If you need just marriage care, make sure you find us in that group. We are here for you and we love to just encourage you to step in. That's only open for a week. So I hope you catch us now while it's live. If not be looking for the doors to open again. Thank you, Jen, so much for this time. Oh, my pleasure. It's awesome. And I hope people will join the collective and just see what we're about, because I think it's a great place to jump in. And then if they want more one-on-one coaching, then they can move on to that. That's but this true. is a great place to just see what it's like and get to know me and Krista a bit more, um, and then see if coaching's a fit for you and your marriage or on your own. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you, Jen. My and pleasure. I- it was great. Bye. Bye. Okay. Thank you so much. Didn't I say it? It's a bit of a deep dive. So I'm glad you got that time with us. I'm so glad we got that time with Jen. Now you know how to find her. You got a tip from her today. I hope you take one thing with intention right now, taking a deep breath and say, this is what I'm carrying forward me with me from this episode. I also hope that if you need some time with us, you know, you can jump right in. If you're listening live on Wednesday, we have a meeting today. So literally you could be meeting with us today. We do this every month to truly do group coaching to truly give you that extra, extra support we know that we all need at some point. So hopefully we can give that to you or you can get that somewhere else, but take that self-care information and fly with it. We care about you so much. If this podcast has meant something to you today, know that the algorithm of Apple works so much better when there's reviews. So please leave a review there. We would be so grateful. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening with us. It was so wonderful to have you. I love knowing we're doing this journey together, not perfectly, but with love, grace, and hopefully some fun too. If you love today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts or Spotify so others can find it too. Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show, as well as enneagramandmarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.